are saved and, and, and you want to please the Lord. How many of you, you want to please the Lord? And I only see one hand. How many of you want to please the Lord? Like, I want, get, get them hands up. I want, I want to say, I want to please the Lord. Okay? So it's unanimous that we all want to please the Lord, correct? Hebrews 11 and 6, fundamental. Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them, now here's the punchline, that diligently seek him. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Amplified. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. So when you're in faith, you have a title deed of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Say, neighbor, you got to get out of the sense realm. You got to get out of the sense realm. Mm-hmm. Folks, today's message is entitled, How to Please God. Tell your neighbor what the message is. How to please God. We want to please him. We want to please him. Now, let's, let's make sure we understand something here. In our opening text, we have absolute clarity of what is required for, by each of us who have accepted Christ as Lord and Savior and how to please God. But Hebrews eleven six 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Now, here is the depth. When you please him, you give him enjoyment. Hmm. When you please him, you give him pleasure. When you please him, you give him satisfaction. In other words, you make him glad. Say, say, neighbor, in order to please God, you got to give him some enjoyment and a whole lot of pleasure and a whole lot of satisfaction. Hallelujah. So in other words, pleasing God involves giving him enjoyment, pleasure, and satisfaction. Pleasing God involves making him glad or content. Now go to John 1 as I build my case, how to please God. All of us have been praying. Y'all been praying up, right? You've been praying often, right? Say, right? Say, I've been praying. I'm praying all the time. Okay? John 1 and 1. Oh, you're about to get a revelation here. 
And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. Both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, Son, they have wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear it unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every, now this is so awesome. Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then they, that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine unto now. Now, I, I want to give you a revelation. When you roll with God, <laughs> when you roll with God, there will be times and seasons when the first thing is not the best thing. The first thing is not going to be the best thing. But when you keep rolling with him, the ladder becomes greater. Say, neighbor, delay is not denial. God is working on something when the beginning is not the best. Hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean, Pastor? Every man at the beginning does set forth the good wine. And when men have drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine unto now. I'm prophesying to you. There's some good wine that's coming to you. I said there's some good wine coming to you. The, the Lord deliberately has not allowed the good wine to come first. He, 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 he's got it in such a way that he wants to bless you with the, the latter. Say, Lord, I received that. Some of you have been experiencing some stuff and it just seems it ain't working yet. And the Lord told me to tell you, don't worry, because your ladder's going to be greater. Your ladder's going to be greater. I said your ladder's going to be greater. Watch where we go. Folks, here in the story, we get an insight into how to please God. James says, even James 2 and 17, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. And then James 2, 18 says, yea, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. 
Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by, by my works. Here in James 2.18, we're alerted that real faith requires real actions on our part. Said another way, if you're going to walk by faith, you're going to have to put some real action with it. Say, say, say neighbor, how's your action flow been? Mm-hmm. The scripture calls it works, and works are actions. Oh, my God. Back in our opening story, the action required was simply to fill the water pots with water. But here is where the devil and his hosts have real field day with us by somehow getting us to lean to our own understanding and try to figure everything out before we do what the Lord says. Now, if I said to you, I need me some wine and all I have is water, you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Because I said, this, this water going to turn into wine. Now, you know, you know, in humanity, when he told them to put that water in, that, in, the, in, them, in them pots, they were saying, I don't, I don't see no water, I don't see no wine, I, this is crazy. And when you are rolling with God, there are going to be times and seasons it's going to seem like you're crazy. Yes. Say, God, I'm understanding. There are going to be times and seasons when I'm going to think I'm crazy. Hallelujah. In our humanity, the question would arise, how can filling water pots with water turn the water into wine? But the faith action step required doing what Jesus' mother Mary told them to do. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. What was the do it? Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the wine was being hoped for. The wine was being hoped for. The wine was being hoped for. I said the wine was being hoped for. And some of you are in situations where you hoping for some wine. You, 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 and it looked like, okay, how in the world is this going to change into what I believe in it for? And, and where, how is it going to, I, I just, and, and, and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm taking the faith step, but I, how is it going to turn into what I'm believing for? Faith without hope? Faith without hope is what? Dead. Hmm. And because faith is the evidence of things not seen, the wine was not seen before the water was filled to the brim. And sometimes <laughs> you ain't going to see it till it's filled to the brim. Your miracle is not going to be beheld till it's filled to the brim. Say, neighbor, your miracle ain't going to be seen till it fills up to the brim, whatever the brim may be. Hallelujah. The action step pleased the Lord and caused the wine to manifest and amaze the governor of the feast. Question. Say, neighbor, what action steps do you daily need to take to please the Lord? Mm. 
Now go with me to John 20 and 24. Oh my God, this, ooh. Thank you, Lord. How many of you remember that when Jesus was uh, resurrected, um, his disciples saw him? Well, but Thomas didn't. John 20, 24, but Thomas, one of the 12 called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Got it? The other disciples therefore said unto him, we've seen the Lord, but he said unto them, except I shall see in his hand the print of the nails and put my finger in the print of the nails and thrust my hands into his side, I will not believe. Say, neighbor, what do you have to see before you believe? Folks, note how Thomas functioned even after walking with the Lord in the flesh from time and seasons in his lifetime. Now, I want some eye contact. Has the Lord done any miracles for you? Any signs and wonders that he's already done for you? Has he done something for you? I said, has he done something for you? Then why do you always need evidence before you believe? And if he did this, then, okay. Did he bring you through January? March, April, May? Huh? Then you know he can bring you through June. Any of you had some rough times in January? I did. But God brought me through. The same God that brought me through then can bring me through now. Got it? Here Thomas had seen signs and wonders and miracles all the time. And now he wants to know, okay, I'm not going to believe unless I can put my finger in his, in his hand. Got it? Now watch where we go with this. This should be a reminder to us all that it doesn't matter how long you walk with the Lord without faith, without corresponding action of believing you will miss the mark every time. Now watch what happens. John 20 and 26. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Oh, get this revelation. Then came Jesus, the door being shut, the door being shut, the door being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Got it? Now, then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Revelation, revelation, revelation. Tell me how Jesus shows up and tells Thomas what he said before he got there. How did Jesus know that Thomas had said that? I, I mean, he was not there when he said that to the disciples. Come on, flow with me, get this revelation. He was not there, he was not in the flesh when, he, when Thomas said, you know, I ain't gonna believe, I ain't gonna believe, I ain't gonna believe, I ain't gonna believe. But then he shows up and tells Thomas exactly what he said. How did he do that? When you have the Holy Ghost, he gives you a word of knowledge. And when Jesus stepped in there, the gift of the word of knowledge operated. 
And therefore, he had a knowing in his knower. Say, neighbor, you got the Holy Ghost? That same Holy Ghost can give you a word of knowledge when you need it. And the knowledge is about something that's already happened. A word of wisdom would have been about the future, but he stepped in, he came through there and, and said, Thomas, let me, let me just, let me, oh, oh, I wasn't there when you said this, but I, let me tell you what you said. See, when you, when you have the gift of the Holy Ghost, you, 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 listen, there are times when the Holy Ghost will tell you exactly what somebody else said, something somebody else did. He'll give you a word of knowledge. It's, it's amazing, you know. Oh, how did you know that? It was the Holy Ghost. Say, say, neighbor. Uh, the Holy Ghost can give you knowledge when you need it. Now, now I'm, I'm hitting this hard because some of us are struggling to wanting to know right now. But when you flow with the Holy Ghost, wait on him. Because he'll tell you when you need to know it. He'll tell you when you need to know it. Exactly what you need to know. Then said he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger, behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Folks, here we tap into the major faith step that many are missing because of early being taken captive by the devil and the host, and always needing to have, be able to fix. Any of y'all got edumacation? You, you got some edumacation, right? Education, I know what it says. But when you have education, sometimes you can outsmart yourself and think you know it all. But I got some news for you. There's some stuff in this world you don't know yet. Mm -mm, there's a whole lot you don't know yet, but the Holy Ghost knows. And he can show you and teach you all things. But in order to please the Lord, you must gradu graduate to total trust and belief without sight, and without complete understanding. Say without sight and without complete understanding of how and why God's methods work. I, I, I'm, 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 I don't know about you, but I'm in a season now where I have to trust God for everything. Amen. I don't need to see nothing. I need to believe. I, I, I don't need to feel nothing. I, know, I believe God to do exceeding abundant above all that I can ask. Anything. And he does it. His way. His way. Say, God, I thank you for graduation in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Now go to John 20 and verse 29. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. You got to graduate to not having to see everything yet. And believe that you see it. Believe that you have it. Hallelujah. Folks, here we're reminded believing is a major faith step, action step that pleases the Lord. Anytime we are without believing God, huh, is not being, we're not being positioned for real pleasure from his sons and daughters. When, in other words, when we don't believe God, we're not giving God pleasure. Lord, I just don't, mm -mm, no, Lord, I trust you anyhow. Anybody ever hear somebody say, just tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, anyhow. 
Believing should be spoken and obediently acted out without murmuring and complaining about the kingdom process. Say, say, neighbor, don't be murmuring and don't be complaining about the kingdom process. Flow with it. In other words, Thomas should have simply said to the disciples that told him that he had seen Jesus, he believed too, but he didn't. Then acted like he believed by rejoicing and giving thanks that it was true indeed. Thomas didn't do that. And on your way to graduation, you're going to have times and seasons when it, you just, you know, it's going to be, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do this. I don't know when you're going to do this, but I still believe. And when you do that, you give him pleasure and you give him joy. And the Lord says, okay, now I got you now. And say, 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 God, help me to graduate and stay, at, stay in graduation level. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Here we go. Matthew 13 and 58. Matthew 13, 58. And he did not mi many mighty works there because of their unbelief. If the enemy can get you in unbelief, he got you. Mark 6 and verse 5 says this. And he could there do no, do no mighty works, save that he laid hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the village teaching. Folks, consistent unbelief is an, a demonic action step that robs the Lord of being pleased by his sons and daughters daily. Unbelief is one of the devil's tools released to help mock the instructions that Almighty God has given so we can be blessed to be a blessing. Say, say, neighbor, I got some news for you. You supposed to be blessed so you can be a blessing. Hallelujah. When the blessing comes, you're supposed to be a blessing to somebody else. Oh, my goodness. Unbelief is linked to always trying to figure out the how and why of God's instructions. And when the how and why don't make sense, the natural unbelief becomes the action step people take instead of the faith believing. We're in a time and season in the country where there's some stuff that don't make no sense. It don't make no sense at all. And God's called us to come to the kingdom for such a time and believe God. I got news for you. Jesus is Lord over Durham, over uh, America. He's God over this nation. No matter what anybody, I believe God. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll do what? Draw all men. The devil keeps trying to pull him down and cause us to say, well, you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Say, say, neighbor, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a crazy mind. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. A sound mind. And if your mind is sound, then you think on things that are true, honest, just, pure, good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, I think on those things. And that's a workout. Every day, every day, every day. 
in the, in the times we're living in, you got to practice thinking on those things. And when and how and why doesn't make sense. The natural unbelief becomes the actions that people take. Luke 5 and 4, going down the home stretch. Luke 5 and verse 4. You know this one. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, I've toiled all night and I've taken nothing. I've toiled all night and I've taken nothing. And if you toiled all night and taken nothing, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. The order was let down nets. The <coughs> follow-up was I'll let down a net, meaning I'll try to see whether this works. And too many of us are trying to see whether stuff works. We don't have obedience instead of holding obedience. <laughs> and when they had, let, had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their net broke. Folks, here we have another example of how to please God. And here is where many of us miss the mark daily when we life situations and circumstances throw us a curve and we can't seem to figure out everything in the natural. Instead of simply trusting and obeying the word of the Lord, we always want to be able to figure things out so that we can make human sense of it. In um, 2017, human sense ain't going to take you nowhere. You need faith for everything. Faith believing. Never mind that the Lord already told us that his ways are and his thoughts are higher than ours. Note in our text, not until the disciples said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And did they receive a positive thing? And still... That was not the complete instruction being followed. Jesus said, let down the nets, not down, not the net. And here's where I had to learn when I'm trying to restore people and get them to restore others. Sometimes they do partial. It's like, oh, good, okay. And then they can't figure out why they can't get the whole, because partial obedience is not the total obedience. Until you do the total, you can't, all you get is partial. And you're going to get a blessing, but you ain't going to get the whole package. Hallelujah. Anyhow, here we have partial obedience that still brought a blessing. Say partial. Blessing. Partial obedience. Come on. We'll bring a blessing. I don't know about you. I need more than partial. In 2017, I need more than a partial blessing. No, 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 no. I, I, I need more than a partial blessing. I need the full blessing. Hallelujah. And that is where, where a lot of people like to function so that they can say um, that they did what the Lord told them. That's why some people come to church when they feel like it. <laughs> Give when they feel like it. And serve when they feel like it. Partial obedience, partial obedience. So they get a blessing, but they don't get the full blessing. And get mad when somebody does get the full blessing. I don't know why. Maybe because they in the full flow and you in the partial flow. I don't know about you. 
But as I get younger, I want the full flow. You, you missed that. I says, I, as I get younger, I want the full flow. I want everything God has for me, for all of us. Amen. Say, 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 neighbor. Let go of that partial and get the full blessing. Hallelujah. Luke 5 and 7 says it this way. And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Oh, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of fishes which they had taken. Listen, Ooh, I declare and decree there's some blessings on the way. Y'all missed it. I said, I declare and decree there's some blessings on the way. I said there's some blessings on the way. Oh, my God. I, I declare you about to be astonished about what God is about to do. Astonished. You pressed your way to get here tonight. There's a blessing with it. God has a blessing with your name on it. Oh, my God astonishing blessing and he was astonished and all that were with him at the jar of fishes which they had taken oh my god folks to get to the place where you can daily please the lord we too must learn to operate in faith believing without or without understanding why the whys and the how the lord's method of getting things done here in the earth realm uh, so how do we please God, and how does that begin? First, make sure your faith gives God pleasure and satisfaction. Say, say, neighbor. Make sure your faith gives God pleasure and satisfaction. Stop doing obedient things and being sad. Where's the joy of the Lord that's your strength? You, you, you obey God. You're supposed to be happy while you're obeying God. And when you do that, you, his pleasure and your pleasure unite. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I can't, listen, to get up here and preach, I got to have some joy. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I got joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Secondly, secondly, if you're going to walk by faith, you're going to have to put some real faith believing actions in your daily routines of life. Say, 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 every day you got to believe God with some faith action steps. Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Third, you're going to have to stop allowing demonic unbelief to mock the faith instructions and stop the manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles that are to be yours, that please the Lord, and give him much pleasure. Say, unbelief, get out of here. Unbelief, get off of me. Unbelief, get off of me. Get out of me. I resist you. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm a receiver in Jesus' name. 
unbelief? Back off. Get out. Stay out of my thinking. Stay out of my feelings. Stay out of my emotions. Belief? Arise. Arise. Arise in every area of my life. I'm a believer. Hallelujah. 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 Anyhow. Come on. You got to know how to get spirits off of you. How to please the Lord. Stay in faith and simply act on the words from God daily, whether you can figure them out or not. Just believe and obey. Again, when you have the Holy Ghost and you get in situations, know how to ask him, know how to get quiet and ask him for what to say. Ask him for what to do. And he will give you, if you need a word of knowledge about what's now, he'll tell you that. If you need something about the future, he'll tell you that. And that way you learn to trust God and never doubt. Because he will surely bring you out. Whatever you in, he's going to bring you out. You missed that. Whatever you in, he's going to bring you out. I said, whatever you in, he's going to bring you out. Yea, though I walk through the valley. See, you got to understand, in the valley don't mean you're going to die. Oh, you're just going through the valley, and he's going to bring you out. I said, he's going to bring you out. Say, God, when I go through the valley, I'm trusting you to bring me out. 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 To victory. to victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's real, folks. Demons want to make you think that God can't do it. There are evil spirits that go around seeking whom they may devour. And when they, become, they find your familiar spot, they harass you and torment you. And you have to say, no, no, I lift up the shield of faith and I quench the fiery darts and I send them back in Jesus' name. Say, say, God, I thank you for the anointing that destroys yokes and removes burdens. I thank you that I'm pleasing you, and as I please you, I walk in victory every day. Say, Holy Spirit, take charge of our thinking. So we stay in faith, believing each and every day regardless of life tests and life trials. Holy Spirit, yes to your yes. And amen to your amen. In Jesus' name, now and forever. Amen, so be it. Amen, so be it. Say north, south, east, west, Give up every benefit, every blessing that's been ordained for each of us. We command you, devil, loose our blessing, loose our benefits, loose them now in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus, do the impossible, do the miraculous in all of our lives. We believe, we receive. The harvest that has been, we've been waiting for. Come forth now, immediately, 
suddenly astonish us, amaze us in Jesus' name. Heaviness, get off of us. Discouragement, get off of us. Disappointment, get off of us. In the name of Jesus, we are more than conquerors. In Jesus' name, we have victory now. Now, 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 now. How to do what? Please God. 